Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one fantasy football podcast in the world. I'm your host, Mike, with my dearest of friends, Billy, Joe Green. How are you doing this week? I'm well. Very well. Very sad because I faced uh, Joe Mixon in multiple leagues this uh, this past weekend. Well, so very unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like, I don't even know how to phrase it. If you avoided Joe Mixon, you're a godsend, like lucky, you know. Had the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow type shit. You won the uh, the Powerball. So shout out to the one person who won that. By the way, that was trash. But two billion. Yeah, need that kind of luck in fantasy, right? Two billion. I don't need that because I just continue winning. Regardless. Mike, how you doing, Mike? Winning. I'm winning. I am winning like I always do. Haven't you lost four straight in the listener league though? <laughs> yeah. Three straight, three straight, because I just don't care about a league there. I'm not making money. Let's face it. That is fair. That is very true. Because I only care about one, well, two leagues, but all I'm knocked out of really two leagues. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm my home league. I'm winning. It's looking good. Going against Joe Green this, <laughs> this week. Bleep that out. I will. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take one. first overall after uh, this week. It's gonna look good. You. Got, you you got great matchups. I'm, I'm probably. I have great players. It's not great matchups. I have great players. No, I mean Saquon versus the worst run defense of all times. So pretty. Gotta I mean, he's going against cones. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah love yeah. All right, we have a bye week this week. It's Bengals, Ravens, Jets, and Patriots. News. Ton of little injuries. Nothing really there. Number one news: probably Raiders lost again. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's kick uh, off Jeff this. Saturday. Oh no! Jeff oh Saturday. no! Wait, Jeff, Jeff Saturday. But I kind of love it. I kind of love it. Like I no, no, it's a horrible. It doesn't <laughs> matter who the coach was. Like either he's going to be great or it's going to be bad. So how, what does it matter? I'll tell you what. We'll get into it. And we talk about the game, but I don't want a coach who's never called a play after high school. You know, <laughs> I just don't. Jeff Saturday ran the ball twelve times and then played defense. When he coached high school, like, come we'll on. see what his game plan is. And the, one of the coaches uh, that got promoted to the offensive uh, call sheet, he's like one of the youngest coaches. I think he's thirty. Thirty. He's thirty years yeah. old. Yeah, that he'll be a, he'll be a Madden he'll be a Madden play caller. Guarantee it. We're gonna see a lot of uh, four verts, four verticals, a lot of a lot of PA boots. You know, yeah, the Pittman PA boost. crossers, Pittman boots, PA crossers. You know. All right, so let's kick off. We have Thursday night game. We have the Falcons versus the Panthers. The rematch. The rematch. Um, it's also it plays into the playoffs. I mean, both of these teams have a chance to be Stop you know, it. <laughs> going forward. Stop it. It's, it's it's a fact. It's true. It's facts. Yeah. This yeah, is actually Texans a great betting game, too. I'm just saying. Yeah, um, I mean, this, this division reminds, of, reminds me of the uh, – NFC East was that last year? Uh, yeah, last year or two oh, years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, and the person who won, the team who won the division had a losing record. It's gonna happen yeah. again this year. Yeah. Um, the only thing I really have to say is hopefully you picked up Marshall. You're gonna pick up Marshall tonight. Um, and wave wire. I'm high on him. Uh, he's had over almost 150 yards in the last two games. 90% snap uh playing snap percentage. Um, I love it going forward. That's the DJ Moore. He's a good playmaker. So that's really all I have for the Falcons. I mean, yeah. for the Panthers. For the Falcons, um, Patterson's back. Yeah. Dealing touchdowns. So 
Um, uh, I love how he just skips over like all the topics I highlight. <laughs> into this. I, I didn't I, even I, see I, that. Oh, I, fuck. I, I just, it's right below it. Oh, sorry. Remember right when he goes, oh, wow. They're they're all in yellow this week. Wow. <laughs> Nobody. So nice. he puts, he I've puts, got nothing to say look, on this. Look, I highlighted. Can I highlight? I'm a highlighter for you guys. You're so dumb. I am um, so dumb. I should not be host. But. It was insane to me that the Panthers were down 42 points and still didn't throw the ball to DJ Moore. I think it's crazy. I'm going to be honest. I really didn't catch that game. So I, I did not understand what happened. I saw Baker Mayfield playing. It kind of stopped showing highlights of that game at one point after Joe Mixon hit five touchdowns. So oh, Joe Mixon. And people actually bet for the Panthers to win, which was insane. A good amount of people did. A good amount of people bet for that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, PJ Walker's a starter this week. and um, So far. So, according to whoever the coach is, I don't even remember his name. And then the weirdest stat of all time, <laughs> I, and the Bengals don't play this week, so it won't matter, but teams are 0-8 after playing the Panthers this year. Makes mm-hmm. sense of that one. Don't understand. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Back in Zoom I mean, next week. Bengals can't lose to the bye week, so I don't know. But Yeah, but there. couldn't they – after the bye week, does it translate? I don't know. I'm not sure. They Shout play Pittsburgh. For that they play Pittsburgh. Close your eyes special. <laughs> Close your eyes special. <laughs> we betting it. Oh, I'm all over it. So are you buying on the Terrence hype? I'm not. You're not? There's- no, just because that offense is bad. P.J. Walker is bad. They can't run the ball efficiently. Uh, shout out to you, Mike. Deonta Foreman, 23 yards. Great take. <laughs> you know. Listen, we're going it's not forward. really 80. Uh, he, he will go, he'll go for 150 this this uh, game, and it will bounce back. It will even itself out. It's all about so uh, averages. You're putting your name on a 150-yard Deonta Foreman game this week. Uh, I'll say 129. <laughs> oh, okay. My name on it. You're putting his name on it. Let's see if he bounces back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want nothing to do with this offense. So Me either. Not really, but I like Marshall. I mean, I like him as a talent, but until he's got some sort of consistency in that offense, I really don't want to be a part of it. Uh, it's well, nice to James. see him getting the ball because I liked him a lot last year. Uh, yeah, he was a sleeper. Everyone was buying the hype for him being one of the top rookies last year, but. I mean, yeah, in two games, 15 targets, seven receptions, 140 yards, and a touchdown. But like Billy said, it's like such a disgusting offense. How much confidence you have playing Terrence Marshall in your lineups. I mean, yeah. I guess if you're in a tough spot, I mean, bye weeks are kind of behind weeks, us at this it. point. Last but... week was the way you, last week would have been <clears> the way you played them when you had the whatever six, game, six uh, teams on bye. That's yeah. when the time it was to play them. Um, yeah. This week. Um... I guess you could, uh, if you have in Higgins, I mean, is that I you playing? Is that you're gonna put in uh, your lineup instead of T Higgins this week? Is Terrence Marshall? No, I just throw in uh, Waddle to replace him or whoever I. Yeah. I, I have, <laughs> I have four top. I have four top wide receivers, so it doesn't matter. Listen, I was just throwing it out there. Um, listen, for him to score 14 fantasy points in a game where they were losing by 40 at one point, like that doesn't bode well for like. His stock, I don't think. Like they're, you should be, they should be throwing the ball sixty times in that game, and it just didn't happen. So I really don't know what to do with this offense. Therefore, I'm staying away. 
I, I've dropped DJ Moore in multiple leagues. I'll see you later. I want nothing to do with you. I'm done. I'm done with him. There's just no QB. Yeah, no, I agree. So, uh, just quick touch on the Falcons. Who will be the lead back in Atlanta to finish out the year? I thought uh, Patterson came back and it was interesting, but, you know, he had 13 carries, 44 yards, two touchdowns, 39% snap share, obviously his first week back, and then Algier had 10 for 99 and 38% snap yeah, share. It's going to be Patterson over the long term. It, they're going to slowly work him back. He, had, he just had came back from knee surgery. You know, they don't want him in between the 20s trying to make cuts and do this, do that in his first game back. I think they slowly work him back into being the full-time guy. But they know they drafted Algier. So there is some sort of love for him, but for him to get more of the work on the same amount of snaps, it's like, I think a bunch of it was in towards the 20s, like uh, in the red zone anyway. So I'll, I'll take the touchdown upside. Last week, Patterson said he was only about 80 90%. So yeah. it, it was figured that he was going to snap snap count. So. I think it's also important to note, like, as long as they're in the playoff hunt, they're not going to give up on Cordell Patterson and, you know, start yeah. going to the rookie. So I think, like, as long as they're still competitive, you're probably not going to see a ton of Algier. He's a buy low candidate right now. That's what he is. Who, Patterson or Algier? No, no, Patterson. Because, I mean, Algier, I mean, even though Algier showed flashes, he was not featured in the passing game. Where Patterson, no matter what, he'll be featured in the passing game. And if he gets, you know, 13 carries and he gets five catches, you got a a RB2 flex play right there. So I would buy low on Patterson going forward. Yeah, I don't know how low you can buy on him because he still performed fantasy-wise, but. Maybe people are trying to sell them. So if I was a Patterson owner, I wouldn't be selling them. Same. Nets up. Apparently have a Nazi game. Seahawks versus the Bucks. <laughs> the game uh, in Germany. The game, game in Germany. Germany. They make me say these things. It's written. Mike says, I mean, says this in the notes. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have to talk about Nazis. Like, we, we really didn't have to mention yeah, that. Yeah, you didn't have to say but that. It was just You a, wrote it! You said, right? <laughs> he's like, I swear, he's like Ron Burgundy. You write it down, he's going to read it. He reads off the teleprompter. Unless unless it's a little too far down, then he just totally ignores it. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> then, there's then nothing there. Just, it's a joke, folks. The <laughs> yeah. game is played in Germany. Probably around 10 o'clock. Don't quote me on that. 9.30. 9.30. 9.30. Tom Brady. I didn't want to. I didn't want to read it again. <laughs> he was gonna read it. See, I don't know what Mike's talking about. This is great content. This is great content. <laughs> I don't know what I'm reading because I didn't read the notes because they sent me fake notes. Some bullshit. <laughs> so that's uh, that. That's how they want to play this podcast. So anyway, let's talk about Tom Brady throwing the Chris Godwin. What do we What do we think about Chris uh, Chris Godwin going forward? Um, last couple of weeks showing up, no touchdowns, but has 22 receptions. Oh, well, what the fuck? I'm reading the wrong thing. He oh, has uh, 9.3 targets, six receptions, 57 yards, no touchdowns. I already said no touchdowns. So, um, I don't like Tom Brady as of late. He looks to be a shell of himself until that fourth quarter comeback that he had last week. And it gave me a glimmer of hope that this offense could one day be good again. 
Um, I don't. I, I said a glimmer of hope. I I didn't say it will be. I said there's hope. Listen, hope has been a strong word, Mike. Don't be shaking your head. I told you the Jets are going to be hopeful, and look what happened last week. Look and I hope happened. I'm skinny. It's just not happening. I'm running well, like that's crazy. Just because, that's just because you eat too much. That is um, true. Chris Godwin, I never really thought that he's not. He was always the second option I wanted in that offense. Uh, I'll always rather have Mike Evans for the touchdown upside. I'd rather have the guy who's 6'5". You know? Like me. Yeah, definitely like you. Um, what do you do with them is kind of the question, and I don't really know. Uh, Seahawks, yeah, they're 19th against the pass, but in the last three weeks, they're the number one defense. So, um, might be having to bench Chris Godwin if you can. Wow. Yeah, that's my hot take of the week. Damn. I mean, I'm definitely... Go ahead. Pass rush has been pretty decent for the Seahawks, and... Coming from the Bucks, who obviously don't get sacks a lot, but that's because Brady throws the ball faster than anybody else in the league. Right onto the ground. Because he's getting pass rush. So, yeah. Take it how you want. That's just kind yeah. of a hot take. It's... It, see, it's tough because the volume is there. Like, he's averaging 9.3 targets a game, six receptions. The yards are way down, though, and then zero touchdowns. And, like you said, it's hard to have any faith in that this Buccaneers offense turns around. I like the comeback. Yeah, it was cool. Honestly, that was an all-time meltdown by the Rams that that even happened. Yeah. But uh, I mean, their offensive line is just garbage, and I don't think it's getting any better. Brady doesn't look like himself. I don't. I don't know that there's much hope that this turns around significantly for them. But it's Tom Brady. I guess you never can count him out. Yeah, I mean the division. I think he's still realizing he can still win this division. So I think uh, try to find a way. I think they're technically in first now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, the the Falcons are the ones who are tied with them. So I think they're tied. They're ahead of the Falcons. It's brutal. Four and five. It's bad. That's another uh, NFC East type. uh, It's the same, same, same division. Same division. Don't make fun of me. Kenneth Walker, you guys say he's the next coming of the Lord himself. Uh, <laughs> I would not. Was I not supposed to say that? Uh, you can no, say that. No, no. It's no, in yellow. I said that. It's in yellow. It's in yellow. I, I, I wrote it. I thought it was like funny. Next coming of the Lord himself. I couldn't think of a running back to compare him to because, let's be honest, there's no, I mean, there's no, no running back. Start throwing guys out there. I mean, last five games, he has 96 carries. 512 yards, seven touchdowns, 77% of the snaps. Um, he has 19.2 attempts per game, 102.4 yards per game, 1.4 touchdowns per game. He's dominating. Yeah, and then, like, every week, I'm waiting for it to fall off. This is the week. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but he keeps finding the end zone. Like, two weeks ago, not last week, the week before when he played the Giants, he just end of the game fell into the end zone i'm like oh come on because i have somebody in my dms who you know he traded a, a pick that was way too high for kenneth walker and i was like i don't know i think that's a bad trade but do you you have the room for it today take do the trade and i'm just waiting to rub it in his face like oh yeah, see i told you kenneth walker's dog shit but it's not <laughs> happening it's not I, like i i thought he was a decent running back and i thought he'd catch passes but he keeps finding the end zone. As long as you keep finding the end zone, 
you're gonna you're gonna produce fantasy wise. It's funny that you said uh, you know he could catch passes. Meanwhile, he's almost like never featured in the receiving game. I mean, that, that was my preseason opinion was that like everybody's like, well, he can't catch any pass. I'm like, well, he can. I just I don't think that that was like his one thing. Like, oh, he does know how to do it, and like it's it's just not true whether they use him or not. That way, it's just there's like always like one play where he just breaks off a 45 yard run for a touchdown. That's kind of what you're always hoping for. He's explosive. Yeah. Explosive and quick. And then he finally gets shut down this week. Interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, the Bucks aren't a good run defense. I think they're they're in the 20s. They allow 125 rushing yards per game in the bottom half. But The travel schedule. I, he's going to be tired. Too many, <laughs> too many beers. That's what's going to happen. I don't think so. I think I think you got a solid running back one the rest of the way. In oh, my absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, that's enough for this game. Next up, we have the Lions versus the Bears. What has happened to St. Brown? I'm not going to say his first name. Um, Amon. Amon. Ra. Ra. St. Brown. Just say St. Brown. That's all we need. Nick, you um, could be talking about Equinemius Sam Brown. He's also playing yeah. in this game. I would, say that, I would say that first name as well. Since week three, 35 <laughs> targets, 22 receptions, 219 yards, zero touchdowns, 43.9 fantasy points, and 8.7 per game. Not looking good. Not being that huge play in the last, uh, like he was in the first three weeks after, before his injury. And I think it's strictly because of injury. I think he's banged up. Um, he's been banged up all year after the, the, you know, the hype in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, he's not averaging double digit targets, so therefore he won't, it's impossible for him to be a top 10 wide receiver, according to Mike. It's true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's a couple of things, you know, the defense is playing a little bit better. They don't have to be airing the ball out every play. Yeah. The injury hurts him a little bit. Um, but they were running the ball well, so. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I don't expect it to be fixed in this one because the Bears are dog shit against a run as well. Um, yeah. He's still, like like you wrote, still holds 35% target share. Runs every route. No blocking. None. Could be a factor. Could be a factor. And Jamison Williams, Dan Campbell said today, he's hopeful that he returns in December. There's still no timeline on him. So you don't even have to worry. About Jameson, although someone made the counterpoint, like he'd wish Jameson would return because now they don't have Hawkson. So, yeah, Amon Ra is the only guy people are focusing on. I think he's a buy low candidate personally. Like, if I could get Amon Ra, I'd take the risk. I don't think he's worth a whole ton right now when you consider he's had two good games all season. But um, I don't know how desperate those people are. I mean, they're probably in a somewhat tight spot. He was a fourth, third, fourth round draft pick. Yeah. Um, you were always higher on Amon Ra than us. I thought it was just kind of just the volume, not really the talent. Um, that's just me. Just my opinion of it. Like, he just always makes a play, and he's always getting 10, 12 targets a game. So he has, yeah, for, until That's all fun in games until the targets aren't always consistent, and then that's what we're seeing now. That's the same, uh, he's like the same player as, uh, not player, like the way he plays, but the reason why we like Mooney, the reason why I like Mooney, so I thought he was going to have 150 targets. Doesn't happen no yeah. more. 
Yeah, but targets are still earned. Like, you don't – you have to get open. A quarterback's not going to just force the ball to you 20 times a game. Unless you're Daniel so. Jones, and he'll throw the ball wherever, whatever. <laughs> I can't really slander Daniel Jones this year. He's been all right. Um, he's better than Carr. <laughs> better than Aaron Rodgers. That's for oh, sure. Probably worse than Rodgers. Anyway, I, I just I think he's banged up. That's the reason why he hasn't yeah. been playing that well. Um, and all the things Billy said. Um, but it's he a should mix up a bunch of things. Yeah, he could see more targets now that uh, Hawkinson's gone. I mean, he did. I mean, Hawkinson was gone last week, but I mean, I'm not going to just throw it out that you know that one game was the reason why he didn't see more targets. He could see more targets this week. He should. I'm- I mean, he saw nine. Like, it's not like he didn't see a ton of targets. Like, nine's a lot of targets. Just yeah. didn't. I mean, he was usually he was at like twelve last year. Yeah. yeah. I... Next up, the hottest the hottest player in the league right now, Justin Fields. He is showing that he's better than uh, Lamar Jackson right now. Yep. He's this year's Jalen Hurts. The year before is Lamar Jackson. Um. Three straight games with over 20 fantasy points. Three straight with rushing touchdown. And uh, shout out to Field Yates, who just tweeted this as we're talking about this game. Over the past four weeks, Justin Fields has a total of 110.52 fantasy points. That's more than anybody in the NFL. He's the best fantasy player in the NFL right now. I told you. I told you three weeks ago. He did. If you're watching the podcast, Billy called this. I was a little bit uh, eerie on whether I should jump on him. Which is fair. It's very it's, fair. I mean, he, he, in the beginning of the year, every statistic as a QB, he was bottom feeder. He's yeah. one of the worst, percentage-wise, everything else. But I give it a huge shout-out to the coaches because the coaches finally scripted the game plan around him. They went from a pro style to more um, run-happy for QB. He's actually running it. Um, he's also had pretty much of an easy schedule. Um, I mean. Most I don't know about that. Oh, shot. Miami, just... New England. That's not really. Yeah, those are New not England, easy no. teams. New England, no. But Miami's, I mean. You... Dallas you... Is, a, what? is probably the best Dallas? defense in the league, man. I didn't yeah, say, that's... I said Miami. Miami's not great, but, you know. They... I didn't say Dallas. Dallas is an easy schedule. That's. They're not, like, the hardest. Yeah. Uh, he's playing behind on all those games. He has to. He has to do it. There's no choice. He has to do this. We love it. We we hope he keeps being down. Um, It's since week six. He's been QB eight, QB five, QB five, and QB one. And he's going to be QB one for the next two games. Going against the Lions. Going against the Lions, and then the Falcons. He should be a top five QB in the next two games. Yeah, what's really turned into a real interesting game is Week Thirteen when they play the the, the Packers right before their bye. That's gonna be that's gonna be a real interesting game to watch. Packers are they're slowly like you know I wouldn't Becoming say quitting. the Bears. They're not quitting, but they're losing players. They just lost their their star linebackers at ACL. They're getting worse and worse. More injuries. Green Bay can be falling apart real quick. Might not even make the you know the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. They're not They're making not the playoffs. playoffs. They're they four could. games. They're four games out. You never know, Aaron. You still have Aaron Rodgers. Still at QB. I, I don't know. You should just put in Jordan Love at this point. That's what I think. Question for you, Billy. Yeah. Obviously, you're Justin Fields. Obviously, you own Justin Fields because 
that's the type of guy you are. You put your name on your, your word and you pick them up. Okay. Are you willing to start them in the playoffs? Because you are going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> Don't be doing that to me. You are going to be in the playoffs. Week 15, he's going against the Eagles. And then week 16, he's going against the Bills. Uh, week are six... you willing to? Are you willing to put your aids on Justin Fields in the playoffs? That's what it's, the people want to know. That's what I want to know because guess what? You're going to be worse than either me. I mean, Joe Green in the playoffs. So tell us. See Buffalo, I'm not too worried about, um, but Philly, I am worried about. So okay. I won't be against either one of you, but God help you if you see me in the championship game. I've been telling you this for months. God help you. Justin Fields going against Detroit. ETN going against the tight the Texans. Better watch out, boys. I know it's is if you're in the champions, Lions, week 17, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. So and we're gonna see. We're gonna see because they're going against the Lions this week. We're gonna get to see exactly what he can do against this team. Yeah. Yep. And uh yeah, if if you are a real contender. And you're also a Justin Fields believer. Trade for him, and especially if you're like rocking like a mediocre, mediocre quarterback. If you're rocking Kyler Murray, because I own him in one league, like I'd much rather own Justin Fields at this point. So maybe, hopefully, maybe you could trade him for, uh, to a team that has him, and they have a uh, Hopkins or something. Yeah, man, in the stack. Yeah. Anyway, anything else about this uh, Golden Boy? No. No, not much no, else to be said. Yeah, that's three weeks in a row we've ba- we've you know been banging this drum. So if you're not listening to us by now, you're not winning not winning leagues. Mm-hmm. Next up, Browns versus the Dolphins. Jeff Wilson told you he was going to take over the backfield. What are your thoughts? Did you think that? Obviously, I said that. What I said that he's possibly that he would see like twelve to fifteen carries. He saw I think what ten. Yeah, he Sweet. saw nine. Um, and you, you were the only person on credit. I didn't think Jeff Wilson, but that, that is a bad sign. If you're Raheem Mostert or if you're Raheem Mostert owner, that Jeff Wilson sees nine carries in his first, uh, game with the Dolphins. Um, we'll see if that trend continues. I do think it could become, I mean, the Dolphins aren't running the ball very much anyway, so it Mm -hmm. could become kind of irrelevant. Um, like their backfield in terms of like really like, playing them as flex plays and feeling confident about it. But, yeah, I mean, he outperformed most of you know, 5.7 yards carry to 2.9. So 49% of the snaps compared to most of 47. You're definitely a little worried if you own most um, that he's even playable. And he's going to be the goal line back, 100%. He's the bigger back. Well, it's yeah, tough well. to say that. Mostert had a touchdown uh, closer to the end zone. But, yeah. Yeah. Um... It's probably going to wind up being 50-50. Probably what's going to happen. And then, like, like uh, Joe Green said, I'm not really excited to own a 50-50 running back for, for the Dolphins who just throw the ball as much as they can. So, I don't know how much stock I'd be willing to risk for, to, like, to own Jeff Wilson, or I wouldn't really be willing to trade for him, per se. But if I did yeah. own him, like, in certain weeks, like, he could be a play in plus matchups, like, for either one of like we also have to realize they played the Bears last week. It's a great matchup. Um, before the Jeff Wilson news, like I loved Mostert because I felt like that kind of worked into him into better. 
yeah, it worked into the, the his style of play a little bit better. But um, now if Mostert saw 16 and 17 carries, his 2.9 might be a little bit different, you know? For those who don't know, he was in my way of our video. Um, everyone dropped him after CMC got traded to the 49ers. He is available in almost 50% of all leagues. So he is available. So if, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for a running back late this in the year and you don't want to trade for one, possibly pick him up. I'm not going to say he's a banger, but he's going to yeah. have weeks where he has a touchdown. He's going to get 10 to 12 carries a game. He's, he has upside. Yeah, you'd rather have a, a guy who gets eight to ten points consistently, just sitting on your bench, like especially during bye weeks and whatnot, than somebody who like may play, may not play. Yeah, you know what I mean. For the Browns, Deshaun Watson, three weeks away. Yeah, they didn't play last week. Um, there's a there's one league where somebody dropped Peoples Jones. In one of the leagues that we're in. Insane. Because of the bye week. They needed somebody. Scooping them. Scooping them. That's insane. Yeah. People Jones yeah. needs to be. He's being featured. Ton of ton of targets. And now they're finally going to have a real QB. Hopefully he's not going to be too rusty. <laughs> he looked rusty in the playoff. He looked rusty in the preseason. Yeah. Well, yeah, not playing football for like two years will do that for you. But yeah, and then almost not playing for a whole nother year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Might, yeah it'll, it might be, be great. It'll be great. I I think people. I mean, this is my personal opinion. I said it early in the year. I think you're crazy if you stashed Deshaun Watson for this many weeks. Like, if you made the playoffs and in first week of playoffs come around week fourteen or fifteen, you're like, oh yeah, I'm starting Deshaun Watson after you didn't play all season. I think you're in trouble, but that's yeah. we'll see. Like in our league, I felt like it was like in a keeper league. I felt like it's important to draft him. Yeah, for and sure. then even if you drop him and then pick him Someone up like is. week eight or week nine. Yeah, I mean then you can keep him if he plays well. You can it's no loss if he doesn't. But most leagues, it's not really worth. It was never really worth owning him to begin with. If you made it this far, I assume you have a quarterback. Like, if you're solid playoff Just rolling spot, no quarterback out until <laughs> like, Sean Watson comes back. I, I just don't understand it. Like, to me, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, maybe by week 15, he'll look better. We have three games before then. But I'm not sitting here like, oh, I'm psyched to play to Sean Watson first week back against the Texans. We've seen how reunion games go, by the way. Look at what happened to Russell Wilson and then. I'm missing someone. Kirk Cousins this past week was terrible against his old team, but people forget that they're going to run the ball 30 times as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that I mean, that coach is not going to. He's going to continue running the ball with Chubb and and Hunt. So I'm not shocked. Like he's going to. They're going to run the ball. And can he be a, a great play action QB? I don't know. It's a rhythm game. So let's see if he could uh, snap out of it. Yeah. All right, next up, we have the Broncos versus the Titans. Malik Willis has been starting the last two games. Um, you say it shouldn't be allowed on a football field for another presidential term? <laughs> I Dude, agree. he's garbage. He is straight up garbage. I said He threw dimes out there. Oh, the only it. game I watched. Stop it. He threw dimes for, for the first quarter. I mean, All right, like, I, I shut it off after that. So, hey guys, <laughs> guys, remember when you guys kept telling me that Malik Willis was better than Kenny Pickett? <laughs> you remember when I kept when you guys were like, oh, I can't believe they took K 
Kenny Pickett over Malik Willis. I'm not. Malik no, Willis I stinks. I, I couldn't believe they they drafted a QB in the first round when they don't have on for the line. That's what. That's I mean. fair. I mean, I I couldn't believe it, and I still can't believe it. But that's besides the point. There's a lot of people upset that we didn't take Malik Willis, and look at look how good of a take that is. You know, he's yeah, he's yeah. not good. He's not a passer. Um, he's got a cannon. I will say he's got a cannon, but it's kind of like a Josh Allen, like that's that's just like they, when he first came in the league, just real inaccurate but like he's not hitting anybody he doesn't if ball. you watch him throw he doesn't have uh like the foot the foot rhythm the no it is footwork. it's off level and everything <clears throat> yeah i mean he doesn't have his his um fundamentals down he's just not ready and and you know billy i greatly took that back once i watched him in preseason because i mentioned on this podcast like in week three i was like if malik willis starts all the wide receivers on titans are off the board I mean, not that they're oh, on the like, anyway, but everybody except they are um, gone. Traylon Burns says Burns. He, he's still ownable. <laughs> yeah, but they are off the board. Malik Willis, one of the biggest the busts of all time. Who Malik Traylon Willis? Burks. Burks. <laughs> For uh, that's a stretch, but hurt. Malik Willis that's, is definitely uh, Mr. Asthma Boy. Fun fact. I just want to talk about the Titans real quick. Fun yeah. fact. Um, Whenever you guys are watching Sunday Night Football and the whole group that's on TV says who they think is going to win, and everybody says one team, bet the other team, except for when it's against Patrick Mahomes, because the Titans should have won that game. Um, I had a quick little, a light little money line sprinkle on the Titans, and I was so happy all game. And uh, just more salt in the wound after a tough Sunday. Um but yeah, that's if they have they win. If straight up, yeah. if they have they win the game. Yeah, that, that defense is good, man. They're aggressive. Yep. They're fast. Um, I don't think the Broncos score a single point in this game. Jeez, I, I agree. Yeah, I concur. I concur, doctor. I had nothing on the Broncos side because they didn't play, and I this, don't think there's anything that knows. This noteworthy. reminds me of a Thursday night game. Should be zero zero on the clock for three quarters of the game, and. Maybe we end with a ten three score. Now this is a perfect Sunday afternoon game because if you're watching Red Zone, you'll never watch it. You'll never see <laughs> it. It'll be great. Never see it. You'll see Derrick Henry run into the end zone once or twice, and that's it. You won't ever see they, it otherwise. They had Red Zone on at the uh, Jaguar Stadium, and for the Colts Patriots game, they're like, "Yeah, there's no highlights. There's nothing to see in this game." There's no. not like not even a highlight worthy play. <laughs> no. It's like, geez. That was one bet that I had that one was the Patriots. I'm like, somebody show this game. <clears throat> somebody show me something. All right, that wraps up that shitty game. We have the Vikings versus the Bills next. Will Josh Allen's elbow affect him fantasy wise? Uh Joe Green, I think, says possibly after two, three weeks. Is that true? He can he, there's rumors he might have to get Tommy John surgery. Which is awful. Yeah. Yeah, he could Sounds be out good. a month is what I read. A lot of doctors, you know, these fantasy doctors online all seem to believe this is pretty bad. And uh, this sucks on multiple fronts. I mean, if you own anyone on the Bills offense and then many, if you own Josh Allen. How many QBs have had John? Uh, had Tommy, surgery? Tommy, surgery? Tommy John. I don't know. That sounds like a Joe Green question. Because to be honest, I'm like, not sure. Because like baseball, you're out for like a full over a year. Yeah, uh, it's a kind of a different throwing motion. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, like, from I, what I, I was reading, a... it's a little bit different for a quarterback. It's not as serious as it should be. Like, it's the Tommy John injury. It's really what it is. Whether he needs surgery or not, you don't know. Um, but I think it, it looked like it affected him. Like, it, he didn't look as accurate. He didn't look great. Like, yeah, the Jets' defense, like, they played great, but still Josh Allen. He was missing some pretty easy throws. I watched a lot of that game. Um, I'm not worried about Diggs as much, but no matter who his quarterback is, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. Gabe Davis, his season will be over if uh, <laughs> if he's out. If he's if he's out for more than a day, uh, it's, uh, Chase Keenum is backup. I don't know if you Case Keenum. Yeah, I love Case Keenum. Solid back. That's a solid backup. Case Keenum's the best college quarterback of all time. And and he's he, he already has a relationship with Diggs. So I'll point that out. Yeah, I play love that. Him, playing yeah. with him uh, when they they were both at the Vikings. Yeah, my question for about the Josh Allen elbow injury is like whether he tries to play through it more of like is Diggs' fantasy impact go down? And I'm not too sure if it does too much. Is he still going to get all the targets? I think, well, you might see them go into more of a run-heavy offense, which would be very interesting because they're the not Bills? very good at running the football. The yeah. Well, but if, if Allen goes down and they miss time, you're not going to play air raid with Case Keenum. I'm sorry, you're not. Oh, they shouldn't. Like, you can't. So, I, don't know I mean, the opportunity. About. That's where he comes from. That's, where, that's, that's, his, that's his roots, man. I don't, I don't want he doesn't you, have guys, arm no you guys more. be forgetting. You guys be forgetting who Case Keenum is. No, no, I'm yeah. sorry, no. Okay. Devin Singletary through the roof, though. Maybe even some James Cook. Were you surprised that Naheem Hines saw nothing? A tad. Yeah. A tad. I didn't even mention that in the notes here. I kind of, it's kind of slipped my mind looking at the box score that you know he just had one target. Yeah, he did. He was hardly on the. He had like five or six snaps. It was really bad. It wasn't great. Um. On the Viking side, how about uh, the new nightmare, Mr. Kirk Cousins himself? Anytime he's, he's, he's anytime he plays at 1 p.m., he's just a stud. <laughs> just a stud, just wins games. That's what he does. Great photo op in the uh, plane. Oh, yeah. That should, have been, that should have been a domination by the Vikings. The fact that they don't dominate the games that they should, it's just... Yeah, they struggled a little bit. Um they're not running the ball great, so no, it's kind of really affecting it. But uh, did you? I, I want to point this out. I don't know if you guys were watching the Manning cast last night during the uh, Monday night game. Kurt Kurt Cousins was on. Kurt asks Peyton Manning, "What do you do when they when a team gives you cover zero? And Peyton Manning absolutely refused to answer the question. Pretty much told Kirk, good luck. Like, figure it out on your own. Like, was not giving yeah, him the answer. Yeah, I, I was actually watching for at that point. Because I saw that Kirk Cousins was on and after like that picture that surfaced, I was like, ah, I got to hear what he has to say. Um, but why would you? You know, why would you? I I just thought that was funny because I wanted to hear his answer. Like I was genuinely curious what he thinks was best. And he for I don't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why wouldn't you just answer the question? And he's like, oh, I'm sending my playbook down to Jeff Saturday. I can't tell you. Like, That's his boy. That's weird. Jeff Saturday's and his he, boy. Sure. And then obviously, like Eli Manning's not going to answer the question because he doesn't know what that cover zero looks like. But uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. That's a fact. Keep keep uh, messing with my Eli Manning. 
Hall of Famer in a couple <laughs> of years. First ballot. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, real quick. Initial thoughts. Um, you know, 16-point day, 9 for 9. You know, 9, nine targets, 9 receptions, 70 yards. 91% tar- uh, snap uh, count. Crazy. There's no other tight end there, so there's, yeah, there's nobody else there. But they used to, I, I thought they'd use him, like I said last week in the first half a lot, and they used him the whole game. He's he's honestly probably a top five blocking tight end as well. So I mean, they were gonna, I mean, he's gonna be blocking no matter what. He's gonna be on the field. I mean, it doesn't, it's not hard for a tight end that already knows how to be a NFL tight end to block and do his passing. But yeah, uh, so I, I told you, I the playbook. No, he just sits there and blocks. So, uh, but I told you this is going to be white on white crime, didn't I not? Hmm? <laughs> we did say that. Going we forward, just that. keep saying white on white crime. Expect more targets here than you did play for the Lions. Yep. This is okay. real quick. This is the longest stretch. Speaking of a white on white crime, longest non-injury uh, game stretch that Adam Thielen hasn't had a touchdown in like the last four years. We said it was going to be a bad year for Thielen. Yeah, after after my my slander for Adam Thielen the last two years has finally paid off. He finally is no longer a prime receiver. That's like me and my Aaron Jones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, eventually it will hit, right? You just keep slandering him. Eventually he'll stink. Yep. All right, let's roll. uh, Steelers versus the Saints. Or Saints versus the Steelers, however you want to say it. Um, Saints versus Steelers. Yeah, Steelers is the home team. Yeah. I yeah. understand that. That's why I repeated it. Uh, let's start off with Najee Harris. You think he's going to show up going against a, a Saints that have a struggling run defense? Um, I hope so. I think every Najee Harris owner really hopes so. Um, first off, ESPN Jeremy Fowler, you have no business talking about the Steelers. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not the beat reporter for the Steelers. You just heard that from somebody. <laughs> You're just like, oh, oh yeah, gonna... Jalen Warren. Like, where's his, where's his source? You know, because no Steelers say... beat reporter saying that. Are you going to report what he said, though? Like, or say? Yeah, you know, he said, like... yeah, no, I shouldn't because there's no basis to it. Because you <laughs> wrote just... that, and I looked, I looked at all my beat reporters for my Steelers. Nothing. No, no but... news about that. Listen, Jeremy Fowler claims that Jalen, Jalen Warren is going to be Warren is going to be featured. Now let let me ask you a second, a, a first question, and then a follow up. Um, who's Jeremy Fowler like write for? ESPN, right? I guess so I, don't, I, I have no idea what he does. Okay, so exactly, you have no idea what he does. Not important guy, right? So you, you think that I mean, he got he, for ESPN? So you think he got that information before you know? I don't know. Adam Schefter did. Doubtful. Because it's fake information. I think it's fake information. Um, watch, watch, watch Warren get like. <laughs> listen, fifteen carries. The Saints are allowing one hundred twenty point nine rushing yards per game. Uh, Saints D looked terrible. Uh, run D looked terrible last night. Like Kenny Drake run all over my fantasy, one of my fantasy teams. It wasn't great. Um, I, I think he can. I don't know if the Steelers O line is good enough. That's, That's my what concern. I, was say. I still think yeah. the offensive line is just so bad that even going against a good, I mean, a, a bad rush defense, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, I think and Harris is, is banged up. Like even though it's coming off by, like he just doesn't look like he, like he has it this year. And I, 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 I went over this not last week, two weeks ago, 
I very closely watched that game and I was on the plane and he looks fine. It's the offensive line. His cuts look good. He's looking for holes. They're just not there. The second he finds one, the line, his linemen fall over and there's nothing that he can do really. They're going to have to somehow get the ball to him in space. Probably doesn't been saying it for two years now, throw Najee the ball, you win games. This is a winnable game for the Steelers, and I think that they need to just really focus on getting both him, uh, both Najee and Deontay Johnson the ball. With Chase Claypool being traded to Chicago, what's the biggest beneficiary? Um, you can't really say Deontay Johnson. He's getting featured already. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm gonna go either Pickens or um, Moose. Oh, Pickens? Or Muth. Yeah. I would say Muth right now. Yeah, I like Muth a lot. Um, you know, he's he's just that's he's guy who I've been on from the jump mm-hmm. of preseason last year. Um listen, Deontay Johnson, most targets in the in the NFL for a player who doesn't have a touchdown. And it's by like fifteen targets. I don't know if he'll ever score a touchdown. Probably not. Um, but I agree. I, I the other two, both George Pickens and uh, Frymuth, are definitely going to get a somewhat of a bump. It's not like they were using Chase so much, but now there's no worry for Pickens that, like, oh, well, if you don't perform, Claypool's right behind you. It's like, it's his, it's his show. He's the deep threat guy. Um, he's a guy they can probably do more with, whereas, like, Deontay just like that volume reception guy. 100% agree. Anything from you, Joe Green, on this? Yeah, what's your no, opinion? I, um, yeah, I think I think you're kind of right about padding Frymuth and and uh, Pickens. I mean, just more targets to go around for for all three of them. I don't think they're going to like incorporate a third guy uh, or a more, fourth targets guy, say. more targets for Najee. More targets for Najee. Yeah, maybe Najee, but or Warren yeah, and <clears throat> or Warren. <laughs> if you really want to stir the pot here, but. Not, not much else. I, and I had nothing on the same side because I just don't think anything's that interesting. I mean, Alvin Kamara, what's there to say? I mean, Alave's awesome. Alave. Not really. Nothing interesting. Maybe Jarvis Landry returns next week, but let's be honest. Andy Dalton not. stinks. I mean, so does Jameis. They both stink. They both, they both stink. Dalton oh. fucking throws it. Red yeah. Rifle at least throws it. You know, pussy like no. so bad. Winston's a pussy. Night. Pussy just doesn't want to throw it. I will. He looked bad. But I will say, Ravens defense with Roquan, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. All right. <laughs> next up, we have the Texans versus my Giants. Giants need a win, stay in the playoff hunt. Um, this is obviously going to be a game of the running backs. Um, two of the worst run defenses. The Texans are probably the worst, if not second worst, even 180 yards per game. They're the um, worst. 33.3 fantasy points per game. Just because the Tetsons give the most uh, rushing yards per game, I Barkley probably only gets 50 yards. Just want to say that now. Because yeah, Daniel Jones will just, you know, he'll run for, a, run he'll run for the 140. He'll get 140 by himself. <laughs> uh, which is, I, I wonder how many rushing yards they give to QBs because that would be interesting to know. Um, Jones flex play. Um, well, not flex play, but Jones play. flex play. Um, um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I've thought about it. And the the one league I have that has Mariota, 
I thought about it. Mariota. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see. You can keep talking. Um, and then we probably have to talk about Brandon Cooks. What a remainder of season. Um, he didn't play two weeks ago. Did he play last week? Well, no, that game was last week. It was just Thursday night football. Um, yeah, I was kind of asking the question, you know, what do you do with him if you own him? Um, he doesn't even want to be on the team. I guess you got to follow, you know, what what he ends up doing. But and they probably don't. They don't. I don't I have no reason why they would release him. Well, no, they're not going to release him. He makes way too much money. It's more exactly. of a question, you know, does he suit up? And then if he does suit up, do you trust him? Um, yeah, I I don't know what you do at this point. I mean, he was a flex play at best. He wasn't. Uh, you didn't really get the draft value for him that you expected. I would say, right? No, yeah, definitely, definitely not. Didn't. So I would say if if tell him if he has a good game. That's all I would say. Like I know people's trade deadlines are soon. He probably don't even have opportunity. If you can get something out of him, you might as well. Yep. Oh, by, by the way, found that stat about the Houston Texans. They're only yeah. averaging about 15 rushing yards to quarterbacks. But that's kind of like the league average. Like mm. the Dolphins just gave up like 160 to 180 to uh, Justin Fields, and they only averaged 41. So it's kind of like convoluted stat. Doesn't really mean anything. Right. Yeah. Oh. I tried. You tried, thank you. <laughs> tried. Obviously, if you're Giants, you're probably, if anything, it's just Barkley. Yeah. Robinson. Maybe Robinson if you're desperate. Uh, and I think this is a big Damian Pierce game, too, because as we're talking about it, like, yeah, the Texans give up the most yards, but the Giants really get killed on those fast running backs that find holes and make cuts. So. I finally get to watch my boy run against my team. It's gonna be sad. Yeah, and you're gonna hate it. I know. He's gonna he's gonna deck somebody, and I'm really like, yes, go! And then that, and I'm like, oh, that's my team. Big letdown game for the for the Giants this week. I oh, hope man. not. We lost. We let one down last week. We can't lose two in a row. Oh well, yeah, did, you were on bye Mc, last week. Did, Definitely did let McKinnon, one. Uh, no, they they kind of lost the bye week. McKinnon breaks his hand to start the Odell. Yeah, and, first, and a terrible out. Jesse accident. You hear? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Terrible ATV AT, accident. ATV. <laughs> yeah, you got the joke. Yeah. All right. That's it. Jaguars versus Chiefs. Cole Hardman. I was not really excited going and putting him on the wave wire, but he slowly had the last three games some amazing football. And uh, hopefully going forward, he continues to see it. I think he, they lit a little bit of a fire with uh, trading for Tony. I think that really set him off. Um, last three games, he had 17 targets, 13 receptions, 153 yards, and three touchdowns. Yes, those three touchdowns came in one game. No, they didn't. I thought he had one game with three touchdowns. No, it's one touchdown a game for the last three weeks. Didn't he have three in one game? No. If he did, it wasn't in the last three games. Oh. That one each week. Now yeah, wide receiver. Yes, it was. You fucking loser. What do you he mean? Two rushing touchdowns game. against San Francisco. Yeah, eat my dick. I don't even watch yeah, football. I know this. Wait. In the all right. So it wasn't in one game. So then he has more than three touchdowns. Oh, you don't even do good notes. And I'm blaming Billy over here. 
See, yeah. it's not always me. It's not always me. Touchdowns, my bad. Yeah, and no, one receiving yeah, touchdown but, each time, but then he had two rushing touchdowns. His rushing, his rushings were like, were like really passes. So, yeah, He's my bad. He's five, five touchdowns, only three receptions, three receiving. Currently, wide receiver thirty-three on the season, averaging eleven point seven two fantasy points per game. Going forward, can I see this going forward? I don't know. I just. It's hard to trust. It's not enough. Like, you were talking about 17 targets between three games. It's not enough targets. Like, he's, a, yeah. he's obviously being schemed for. Like, are you going to, could you throw him in and flex? You could, but I, I honestly, it's too hit or miss for me. It's like, I don't even know who it's like. It's just, it's, it's not yeah. worth it for me to put him in, in your lineup. Yeah, like him getting nine targets is kind of game script last week because they were losing the whole game, which is not something that they normally do. And Tony only had that was Tony's first game, so listen, I, I don't, I'm not believing any Tony no, but, hype, man. But I mean, they threw him a screen pass, then he's then he hardly saw the field because it's his first game. He had a whole week off to learn the playbook. Yeah, but he's stupid. <laughs> listen, Andy <laughs> Reid don't like stupid people. He is dumb. His name's Joker. (laughs) Trust me, I'm a Giant fan. He needs a little time to marinate. What does that have to do with anything? He didn't didn't even play for the Giants. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. He could have been a Jaguar if it wasn't, if if Giants didn't fuck it up and Urban Meyer would have signed him and we could have got ETN. One of your favorite people, Billy. Came up with a great hot take. Another wide receiver hot take. Said that Miko Hardman will finish his top 20 wide receiver this year. Uh, same, pers- same person told us that Brian Edwards was better than Drake London. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> wow. So I know. I, so now I'm completely off Miko Hardman. <laughs> Shout out to Garrett, the worst fantasy football mind I've ever met in my life. The worst, um, the worst any sport mind I've ever seen in my world. <laughs> The whole anything in his own little world. This kid in his own little world. I swear. What's that? What's that? Uh, he that knows. Show? He knows sports, but he his hot. It's he wants to have a hot take about everything. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think it is too. like Wake Forest uh, being in the championship. Yeah. Right. Right. Unbelievable. Anyway, Hardman. What about Juju. No, I want to finish my Hardman thing. I don't okay. think it's sustainable. So. Don't do it. Please don't. It's going gonna, it's gonna to lose you a game. Only do it. I would say only do it if you do have the stack with Mahomes and put him in the flex. That's the only reason I might do it. Um, anyway, let's talk about Juju now. Finally becoming a top 20 Mike, and I thought he would be. I mean, Joe Green wrote that. so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of confused of why you yeah. wrote that because I'm pretty yeah. sure I had him in the top 20. Yeah. Oh, I was high on him, but I guess. Oh, oh yeah, I, I probably mixed. Yeah, up. it's definitely not Mike. Mike's a juju hater. No, yeah, no, I want. Fair. I liked him this year. Yeah, Mike. Mike liked him this year, but okay. maybe, maybe we only were mixed that up. But um, Mike definitely did like him. Last three games, twenty-five targets, twenty-two receptions, three hundred twenty-five yards, two touchdowns. This is what we saw. This is what I thought he would be all year, being leading the team in uh, targets, being the big playmaker. Um, he is another character, uh, another person I would trade for. 
currently yeah. right now. Yep. I mean, right. you're buying them high, but yeah. You're buying them high, but the price is very high. I've I've axed, not in our league, but in like the like other like overall. League, they're high overall though. He's like he yes, he's wide receiver eighteen. You should be able to trade for a wide receiver eighteen. Not that hard. It shouldn't be difficult. It's not like you're trading for, you know, Hill or Jefferson, one of the top names. He's in the middle of the pack. You should be able yeah. to make a deal. But you should, in theory. In theory, not. But you know, TikTok has ruined all that. Yeah, <laughs> we have a huge take on him on TikTok. Yeah, we do. Um, I've 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 found like this year has been the hardest year ever to trade. People are just so out of their mind with everything and anything, no matter what league it is. Mm-hmm. Just That's crazy. us because we're giving such good information out there. Yeah. And then obviously we have to talk about ETN. He's a championship winning running back. He's going to finish top five probably. Top five. He's, he's number eleven. Yeah, he's going to. Guy's the limit. Uh, I just wrote that um, he doesn't have the greatest. Um, no, I didn't write it. Did I write this? What did you write? I wrote something about him. That's that's great. <laughs> I'll cover the exactly. the blank air. Um, ETN. Currently, it's the fifth most rushing yards uh, in the NFL. Third most yards, third most yards per carry. Um, wasn't the starter for five weeks. So yeah, it's, it's saying something, guys. He's he's really that good. You know that that team is half half good at best. I mean, they beat the balls off the Raiders last weekend. So it's they do something. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not worried. He's matchup proof. I think. I think they. You they think he's matchup proof? I think they're just looking for somebody to rely on, and I think Etienne's that guy, because it, Kirk has been inconsistent. Everybody on the team's been inconsistent except for Etienne and the defense. So because for the people that have him and the people that might want to trade for him, he's going against the Tennessee, Dallas, and then Jets. Jets are a very good defense, which people don't think so. Yeah. People don't really realize. Dallas oh, yeah. is obviously good. They're more of a pass rushing team, or big plays on the secondary, but they're still good. And Tennessee yeah. is is besides the first three weeks of the game, uh, three weeks of the year, they've been one of the top defenses in the league. Yeah, Tennessee's the second best run defense. Um, everybody else, I'm not worried about. Uh, Dallas is giving up 135 yards per game. Uh, you said they're playing the Jets. You know, they they still give up 110 yards per game. That's kind of their top 10 defense, but like, uh, I'm not worried. Because, I still think he's a top five running back this year. Yeah, and I, I, it's not, obviously, he's, he's not coming out of your lineup. I'm yeah, just, he's not coming out of the lineup. And um, there's definitely a bunch of smash spots where, like, like, no matter what, like, if you have, if he's like your third running back somehow, like, you're starting him over a bunch of, bunch of like big name guys come playoff time sometimes because he's he's also the only the only running back on the team there's nobody yeah. There. yeah i think agnew even like tweaked his ankle playing in the beginning of the game i don't know joe green was there is it, it, does he play right receiver running back you never know but now he's playing running back more so hasty was playing the backup role so maybe you're right agnew might have got hurt i think that's it Colts versus the Raiders. The Raiders. You get to talk about Jeff Saturday taking the the realm of coach. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> to say the least. 
it's very interesting. And then um, somebody retweeted about what Jeff Saturday said about the Raiders after he was watching the Raiders game, talking about how much the Raiders stink at football. Guess who he's playing? First it's, game coaching. It's just karma. His first, his first game coaching could be better than Daniel's whole whole season this year. Could be. Or it could be dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Which I think it's going to be. You think so? Hear me out. He has no quarterback. No running no back. No play caller. No play caller. No offensive line. But not a great defense. So tell me what you got. You have Michael Fisher. Never met a player on the team. Doesn't know a thing about it. He wasn't even on the coaching staff. He has no idea what he's walking into. Yep. Listen, I I feel bad for Jeff Sarada. You know, he wanted to try to tell Peyton Manning about 20 years ago to audible out of a play. And ever since then, he's been afraid to call a play. And now is his chance. Listen. He's probably going to have Peyton Manning in his headset calling the plays for him. Could be. You imagine if they if they played a good team this week, like the Eagles or like the Vikings. Oh my goodness, I would I would love to see it. I would have seen that. That would have been. Thank God they play the Raiders. I think I mean the Raiders are going to win this game, man. I promise you. I know you think that they're not going to. They're going to. (laughs) You're just if if they don't. You need to denounce fandom. You need to de- I'm denounce fandom. Like, I'm hopeful they lose. I'm like Jets fans. I'm hopeful they lose. Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't work out for Raiders. You know, didn't they just cut Abrams today? They did. That was needed. <laughs> yeah, it was needed, <laughs> that was but that's another first round. first round pick just wasted. At least the Jets still John have their first round picks. Shout out John Gruden. Yeah. Uh, for the Colts, Deion Jackson suffered a knee injury. Um, just not really not what you want to see after you trade away Naheem Hines, who's a good running back. And uh, Jonathan Taylor may never play football again at this rate. Who the fuck <laughs> knows? Um, I just want to say a stat. Um, uh, since 2003, 30 teams have fired their head coach uh, in the season. Um, 14 for 16 straight up bets. That's the record. 16 at 14 against the spread. Yeah, 46.6 straight up win rate might not look great. Those teams, um, 79 for 216 and two ties. Yeah, no, I I know it's kind of like you you fire the head coach and then like the team plays better. But the next coach who steps in is called a play before. <laughs> That's just where I'm going with this whole. It's kind of all like in my mind, like it's like yeah, cool, great, but like. And, yeah, they're playing the Raiders, who are trying to lose football games. But, like, Jeff Saturday doesn't know, like, an offensive playbook that well. He knows how to block. (laughs) You know? I'd go as far as saying he probably hasn't stepped in the stadium this year. Like, he he doesn't know anything No, he did because he he went to the the, uh, Colts Hall of Fame this year. Did you think, like, he just got the call, like, yeah, yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. You want to be the coach? Like, yeah. How did that conversation like get there? It wasn't great. He called I'd him, like, two I'd weeks. love to know. You think he had the call like two weeks ago? Like, listen. Yeah. If you lose another two games, you're in. That it probably it probably was in the works. Like it doesn't it make sense because like. But then, but that Fox, means that means Fox he has a playbook. On their team and he's qualified. There's like three qualified coaches 
on their roster to do it. Even if they wanted to go to a former player, I'm pretty positive Reggie Wayne is the wide receivers coach. Like, yeah. I, I just don't understand. I, I don't know. Call Peyton. Call Peyton. No, nah, he Peyton owns the Broncos. He wouldn't oh, do it. yeah. Yeah, he can't. Comment <laughs> of interest. Anyway, we can talk about Pittman. I mean, he, he's dog shit. Um, like I said all year. <laughs> Mike, Mike just goes to he's dodge not like is Michael Pittman even playable with Sam Hellinger or is he a bylaw candidate? He's not Sam Hellinger he's sucks. Not, man. I agree with that. I'm just saying you didn't you just skip the topic. Well, you were just like one of, he's one of you two said I Sam Ellinger was good a couple weeks ago. I did. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, Mike, okay. did. <laughs> Mike did. Mike did. I didn't say he was good. I just said I said Tets is great. <laughs> He, he's the ne- he's the second best quarterback out of Texas since Colton McCoy, something like that. I never said that. I said he, I said he reminds you of Colt McCoy. Yeah. Um, is like, I if you could sell Pittman for something, you might as well. Uh, <laughs> this is why I put I put out that post on Instagram. I literally soon as they benched Matt Ryan, I said absolutely sell Matt Michael Pittman for anything. Get. I hope people yeah. listen because it's too late now. It's gonna get even worse once JT comes back. Yeah, it, it's, it's not going to get better until they play a quarterback. <laughs> if, if they they don't have anyone, if JT comes back, yeah, that's true. And you're also selling. You're also telling me right now to sell Josh Jacobs. He's going against run run defenses of the Rams number three, the Patriots number twenty two. That's probably a little bit biased. It's probably yeah. they're probably really better than that. The Steelers they definitely number, are. Steelers number nine, and then 49ers number one. It's horrible. Steelers give up a bunch of yards on the ground. They just don't give up a lot of fantasy points. I like a bend, don't break. That's all we care so. about here. Yeah, it's, no, it's I know, but like at some point they'll break and have a rushing touchdown. That's kind of what it I is. Just, I just think it's a tough stretch for Josh Jacobs, especially like in the playoffs. I mean, again, like he should be your RB2. So he's been, he's been pretty, pretty matchup proof. But I think if the Raiders season goes even further south, there's not much to play for, and who knows what happens with Josh Jacobs. So, fair. No, I I don't disagree. We and then Chiefs week 18 as well. Mike. Yeah, which they're ranked yeah. four, but we like we always say it's kind of like Bias like he just tor- he just torched the Chiefs. You know, like it's kind of like they're good because they yeah. get ahead, and then teams don't yeah. run the ball. Uh-huh. That wraps up the Raiders. We can't really talk much more about them because they're so bad. Like we don't want to light fire in the in the of trash. So yeah, Cardinals versus the Rams. Kyle Murray, too short to play. Um, yeah. Oh, he's too short to reach the cabinet where the controller batteries are. That's the problem. Facts. <laughs> so good. Uh, Rams better hope Williams is the next uh, Bo Jackson at this rate. I mean, seriously, like they're hyping this guy up, like he's this insane athlete. I mean, I think I think you're pretty upset. You're having him on your team, and he's trash, <laughs> and you're holding the spot for him. Uh, I don't know. I don't really mind it, just because if he's actually any good, it paid yeah. off. But does he play I, this week? I, I don't know. Hopefully, that's 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 a question for Sean McVay. It sounds like he should. Uh, but, you know, like you look at the Rams, the second worst rushing team in the NFL with 547 uh, yards, 3.2 yards on the ground. There's six rushing touchdowns, three of which are all, only three of them are from running backs. One's from Cup, yeah. one's from Skoranek, and the other one's from Matt Stafford. So 
I mean, Kyron Williams absolutely has a chance to take the backfield. No one else is any good. But again, Kyron Williams isn't a good athlete. So that's where this will be kind of interesting. Shout out to uh, Jalen Ramsey for saying it without saying it, saying that uh, Sean McVay is a shit coach. He said it after the Bucks game. He said, he said, what do you mean? We need it from you one more time. We just did it. Where's your offense? Yeah. <laughs> Tough. Um, I really don't have much to say about this game. Um, the Rams usually beat the shit out of the Cardinals, if I'm correct, right? Isn't that usually I'm trying to usually. I'm trying to remember the dynamic. The Rams, the Rams always right. lose to the Niners, and I'm pretty sure Seahawks uh, always beat the 49ers. Yeah. No, uh, is it that way? Yes, trust me. Remember, I had the bet with Jesse. And... The Niners beat yeah. Uh, the Niners beat the Seahawks this year already, though. So it could be a different kind of year. Um, Kyler Murray, I just I'm starting to think he's not very good. Yeah. yeah. I'll There's a lot of the things Giants. happening, and yeah, I'm sure he would. Uh, he's basically playing on the Giants with that offensive line. Uh, he's not getting the ball to where it needs to go. So many balls getting batted down, getting sacked so many times, especially for a guy who's a mobile quarterback. Like, move. Make a play. Do something. He's he doesn't want to get hurt. He also has a massive ego. I, I think that's, like, really understated. I mean, we saw it how, like, upset he was about the whole tape thing that was in the contract which i get like i i'd be upset too but like the way he handled it was really bad clearly the call of duty comments piss him off man hey, i mean that stuff be gets better him so mad get a I better agree. lawyer and be better that's what i gotta say <laughs> he should have never got mad about the whole thing in his contract like yep. Well, just handle it differently. Yeah, like, just, you could handle that better. Like, I don't know. Whoever's this PR person did a really bad job, like, advising on how to deal with that. But. I'd be accountable. Just fucking, be like, yeah, listen, I could be better. That's it. They want me to be better. I could be better. It's in my contract. Holds me accountable. That's it. And it's true. Oh. I need to, I could always study more. That's, that's how you should have answered it. I could always do more. But he's a little baby. He's the size of a baby, and uh, the only thing you like is uh, Hopkins getting uh, 20 points a game. I don't know that, like, I didn't have anything on the Cardinals because there's not much to say. Like, I think Kingsbury, everything's been, we've said everything we need about him. He stinks. He's like a bad offense coordinator. The offense is just a mess. Who knows? Like, Hollywood's going to turn in, like, three weeks. That will be weird. I, I just, the whole thing is not. I, I other than Hopkins, there's nothing I'm really intrigued about owning on this team. I agree. Uh, I was trying to right. figure out who uh, who represents Kyler Murray. That's what I was doing. Uh-huh. Rock Nation, Rock Nation Sports. I thought for a weird feeling it was down to sports, and I was like, well, BR makes sense then. That would make a lot of sense. He'd be Pete Pitt and perfect with Kyrie and uh, yeah, yeah, the rest of the and, and Antonio I, Brown over there. That's what I was trying to figure out. Next up, we have the Cowboys versus the Packers. Romeo Dobbs ankled, high ankle. You know how high ankle sprains do it. Uh, it's four to six weeks. Um, does not look good for Rodgers. Aaron Jones suffered an ankle injury. He was in a walking boot. But he should play. That was just uh, precautionary. Unfortunately, um, I was hoping he was out. Yeah, well, I mean, according to a real football source in 
Adam Schefter, not Jeremy Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dog shit, Jeremy Fowler. What are we doing here, guys? Come on. Just saying. This is why I don't write notes. Uh, Dak Prescott, a top 10 QB for the remainder of the season. And the answer is no. Who have they played? <laughs> Who have they played? Tell me. Who have the they played? They play the, Bay- the Bears. Now they're going to play the backers, which Packers kind of look like shit anyway, so it's going to make him look good again. But hopefully, hopefully the Packers can uh, – they have to win if they have any shot to, for the win the playoffs, to get in the playoffs. So, um, anyway, he's still not a top 10 QB. What is he ranked right I now? Mean, well, well, he's not going to be a top 10 QB. He missed half the season. I, I think I mean, that'd be insane. Possibility. What is- he, he is he's currently probably, ranked 36. He's played yeah. one, two, three two, games. Three games. And, and really played half of one of those. But, yeah. Yep. I mean, he did shit against Detroit. Like, how do you say he's a top 10 QB? He only had 12 points against Detroit. No, it was his first game back. Yeah. And then he shaking, had a, shaking killer, the rust off. A, a killer game against the Bears. I mean, he has pretty – I'm not going to lie. He has a pretty good matchup. going – <laughs> that's why that's until, that's why I pose until week sixteen. I mean, he has another like he's not he's going against the week sixteen. He's going against the Eagles and week seventeen going against the yeah. Titans. It's not yeah. Good. Like if the question is if Dak Prescott is going to be a top ten from here on out, the answer is absolutely yes. Whether yeah, Mike likes they, it or not, yeah. The but, Giants, Colts, oh, it doesn't look good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Him he's being undraftable, age like milk, Mike. <laughs> He he's gonna be a top that. fifteen. He's gonna be a top fifteen quarterback and play half the season. Always oh, not. Don't say. That. <laughs> I mean, it's a. He needs what a one forty point game and one thirty point Let's game, see, and that see. it puts him top fifteen. Like, oh. yeah, man. I'm gonna see the leaderboards. <laughs> yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna see that. So you continue. No, I think I think this is a great stretch of games he has. I will say I. Wouldn't feel very good about playing him in weeks 16 and 17. Um, you know, those are two tough matchups, but uh, against Philly and, and Tennessee. But I mean, the rest of the way, like he could take you pretty far if you go from week 10 to 15. I, I feel pretty confident in him. And then week 18 against Washington. I mean, real quick, he's 30 in our league, he's 37th uh, ahead of him. People like Joe Flacco, Mitch. Kenny Pickett, Cooper Rush, Mac Jones. He's not catching. He's not catching top 10. Sure. And then you go to 25, Davis Mills. He's played every game this year, has 99 fantasy points. He needs 100 points to get the top 10. That's exactly what he that's needs. Not, that's, that's, that's two that's... games. Well, two games, 50. Uh, Three games. But, no, but, he, but everybody else is still going to get points. Like, you're not accounting for that. His bye week's over. He's playing the rest of the time. Was, so is everyone, everyone's bye week is Dude, almost over. Here, Here's the quarterbacks I bet you he catches. I bet you he catches Jared Goff. I bet you he catches Derek Carr, Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. Definitely passes Carson Wentz. Stafford. Like, those are all guys you get very Aaron Rodgers, he could beat out. Yeah. I don't think he's he's getting past Tom Brady, Herbert, Tua, Mariota. Cousins. That's that's top 14 right there. Yeah, he's he's probably not. Yeah, I'll give you that, Mike. He's not. I'm sorry. It's just it's they're all going to score. I'm just saying it's a like possibility. Maybe, maybe Matt, Marcus Mariota slips and Trevor, Marty, Lo- I mean, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence right own. now is ninth. Like, 
Mariota's been bad the past few weeks, man. Yeah. But, yeah, but he's still going to get 10 points, 13 points. I'd be stunned if he finished top 10, like, season long. But I, I think the remainder of the year, you got a good play, personally. Yeah, for sure. I mean, is the schedule sweet for itself. Yeah. I had nothing on the Packers side. I Packers it was stink. I don't want to talk un- about the Packers. Yeah. It's just All very I wrote is, I wrote, I wrote, I, I, for people that, the only people that are only interesting on the Packers is obviously Rodgers and the two running backs. And How is Rodgers really interesting? Aaron Rodgers is not interesting. Aaron Rodgers not, was no, the I'm saying rusher that, last week. That's the only thing we're paying attention to fantasy-wise. I think, personally, it's best in, in, for fantasy-wise is if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt because then it will be strictly running the ball. So that's kind of nah, what I man, want. They I let, want I, they'll let Jordan Love ball out. Nah. <laughs> they'll be running the ball 10 the times next more Davis, than they do. The next Davis Mills. Right you, there. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. Now I'm now I'm just skipping. Chargers versus the 49ers. Elijah Mitchell is de- designated to return. Not that that matters. They have CMC. Uh, and now, what do we see Debo Samuel's uh, return after CMC has been traded? Now they're finally really playing together. What do we expect going forward? Hopefully, some uh, receiving. And not, less, less being, less being a running back, more being a wide receiver. That's kind of what I'm looking for for Depot Samuel. Um, yeah, his rushing upside was great, but it kind of, you know, knowing that Depot can be hurt at any moment at any time, and maybe not want to own Depot when he's rushing the ball 10, 12 times a game. It made me very scared to own him. Um, with CMC being there, it's, it's a safer option. For Debo, like say it's you're not getting that forty point game anymore, but you're still get you can still easily get 15, 20 points a week from him. Um, in this matchup, though, CMC is going to just feast. Chargers allowed uh, five point seven yards per carry, uh, nine rushing touchdowns this year so far against them. Um, they're just bad, bad on the ground. Twenty six again, you know, against the run. Yeah, pretty, pretty bad. Not great. For most of the year, they were the worst. So bad tackling. Bottom team three. Too. Yeah. I just, I'm more just. I'm just curious where Debo fits in this offense because, like, I'm not. I, I had this argument or this conversation with someone the other day. I'm not convinced that Debo is even a top five wide receiver in football. Like, I don't. I think even top seven is questionable. Like, he was so. I think top ten is questionable. I yeah, agree. like he was so attractive because he was used in this very niche way, like between rushing and, and you know, seeing a lot of passes out of the backfield. Now that he's relegated to mostly a wide receiver, very interested in like what his value is going to be, what his production is like. And I know like all my 49er takes have aged like milk this season and I probably will continue, but I'm not fully convinced that Depo will have a, a great finish to this year. I don't yeah, think Debo. I don't is think it's be a 20. bad finish. Yeah, I don't think Debo finishes a top twenty wide receiver if he's only playing wide receiver. He's currently um, ranked. He's currently ranked thirtieth for people. Okay, thank you. That, that was going to actually be yeah. my question. I didn't know exactly where he was. Yeah, he's thirtieth yeah. right now. He has missed a couple of games, so he'd probably be around. He'd be almost twenty right now if he played every game. Yeah, I've just my my thing is like he could have that one game where he scores forty five points. Yeah. 
course. And then like he just somehow sneaks in there because this this year's been like a lot of mediocre. And then like a player will get a huge game. There hasn't been a lot of consistency throughout. So like the ranking system, like for the wide receivers, like it's kind of been like tossed out the window, in my opinion. It's like, okay, he's the he's the thirtieth wide receiver, but like he's still Debo Samuel. Still have forty points in any game. Yeah, I'm just really interested. Who I'd rather have, Joshua Palmer, right now. Mm, Uh, Let's talk about him. Dependable as long as Mike Williams and Keenan Allen's out. Hundred percent. If even if one comes, Keenan Allen, which I, I mean, Mike Williams is eventually going to come back, maybe in two or three weeks. I kind of like the fact that if Mike Williams is out, it's better for uh, Palmer because they kind of play on the outside better. Uh, Keenan Allen's going to play inside, which doesn't restrict Palmer from playing, you know, on the outside. The deeper deeper plays playing on the outside. Um, he had ten targets, eight receptions, one hundred six yards last week. Played 90, 91% of the snaps. We already knew he was going to get over 90. Um, he has favorable matchups. He has, obviously not this week. Um, but the Chargers have nobody. And that's why I said Palmer for the remainder of the season is going to look great. What's even going to be better is going to be Everett. I think Everett is a huge tight end you should trade, uh, trade for right now. He's had nine eight and seven targets in each of the last three games. You know my say, saying, targets eventually leads to production. And uh, he's currently ranked 10th at tight end. By him right now, he could finish. He might finish top five. Not even going to lie. Especially yeah. if, if 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 these wide receivers stay out, he, he will finish top five. Yeah, I agree. I think that Gerald Everett is a guy who, like, Towards the very right before like the season started, I was really starting to get like really hyped up on him. Like I wanted to own him in every league because of you know there's injury history here, you know, with the Chargers. You know somebody's always hurt, and um, he's always produced. You know he's never gotten too many like an insane amount of work. But this offense was kind of it's really built around it. Like you know shorter passes like that. Mike Williams stuff, like, it's great every now and then. But what they really like to do, run the ball, run short routes, move the ball quickly. And that kind of ties in well with kind of what Gerald Everett does. Like, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the most athletic guy. But he's good in the red zone. And he's got great hands. So, I, I always liked Everett. Um, I didn't think he'd be getting this much work week in, week out. I'll tell you that. I thought it was, yeah. like, more of, like, a five-target, you know, it's target like, uh, 40 yeah, yards like five catches for 50 yeah 10 point guy. yeah and like that'll just eventually get you to top top seven top eight but you know, now seeing nine there it seeing eight to, to ten targets a week in week out he's going to be a top five you're going to see eventually the the yardage go his way yeah listen if you get 10 targets as a wide receiver you're a top 10 wide receiver if you get tight top, ends yeah you get tight ends you're not you're number one number two mm-hmm I love it. Um, that's it for you. Have anything else to say, Joe Green? No, not on this game. He doesn't care about nothing these days. Commanders versus the Eagles next Monday Night Football. If you look at his face, I know that the the, the, uh, the listeners can't see his face, but this kid's straight up playing solitaire right now on his computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going in between the notes and the cam. <laughs> what are you looking at the camera for? You're not even in it. I- 
I just want to make sure it's recording sometimes. I get nervous. You know, yeah, that'll happen. happen. That'll like that, like it's happened to us in the past, so I just always am paranoid. But yeah, paranoid. that happened to me with Ben and Zach. No, I did an entire episode. And we realized we didn't record it at all. I had to do the whole <laughs> thing again. There's nothing worse than that, and that's that. Yeah. yeah. So next up, we have the Commanders, the Eagles. Uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson might have a solid stretch of flex play going against uh, the following teams. They have the Eagles, both against the run. Texans thirty second, horrible. They should both fall off, hopefully. Falcons, 11th. Giants, 24th. Then they have a bye. Then they have the Giants again, 24th, against the run. Yeah, I, this, I mean, go ahead, Mike. I don't want to. I think, like, I, I wanted it to be Robinson. Unfortunately, it's not. He got shot too many times in the knee. Um, I think it's Gibson, but, I mean, especially now with Heineke in, um, Heineke likes, uh, likes Gibson, so I would be on Gibson. Don't you see, uh, you see the guy who shot Robinson was 16 years old. Pretty wild. A 16 year old and like a 13 year old. Yeah, pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's Antonio Gibson's son. <laughs> Antonio wasn't going to pay that. It wasn't going to uh, pay someone that much to shoot somebody. He had to pay yeah. a little kid. He's still in a rookie contract, man. Come on. F- 5K was like enough for that kid. Like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think they kind of like Brian Robinson is a dog. Don't get me wrong, playing after you get shot, but like he's clearly not ready. He doesn't look like the same guy. Um, I'll see you next year, Brian Robinson. You'll be on a fancy team or two of mine, <laughs> but this year I, I don't really want him anymore. It's it's gonna have to be Antonio Gibson for me. Um, he just looks like the better back. He's got nothing to lose. You know, they keep bringing in running backs year in year out, take his job, and he just. By the end of the year, it always goes back to Antonio Gibson's better. Yeah, he's just more talented. I, I just, I mean, I dropped Brian Robinson in, in our home league because it's just, there's no, there's no upside. The guy literally is only touchdown dependent. He's never going to see your lineup and he's not, clearly is not in peak shape. And I think that's yeah. all you need to know um, with him. And I think Gibson could eat. Like th- this schedule is kind of favorable. I mean, you saw the Texans lost Jordan David. I've talking. Eagles lost Jordan Davis, the defense tackle, and they haven't been the same stopping the run. So, like, I think that's a pretty good matchup. Um, but yeah. I think it's probably Antonio Gibson and not Brian Robinson. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Damian Pierce kind of ran, ran kind of did whatever he wanted. At least in the first yeah. half, he did. Um, yeah, I, I, I do. I don't hate it. I just don't know if the Commanders are good enough of a run team. To get it done yeah. against the Eagles is my my concern. Like at least the Texans, their their whole identity is run the ball with Damian Pierce. They still so, have an offensive line. The Texans, at least. Yeah, I, I just think that you know the, the Texans are just trying to win games. Like they're done tanking. They're just like not getting the job done. Where like I don't really know what the Commanders are doing. They're just not very good. They need to fire their coach. That's what I'm telling they you. They never should have hired that coach. Exactly. But, Cam Newton made that man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, outside of that, like, I don't really have much for this game. Commanders aren't really that good on defense, I think. The Eagles be able to kind of move the ball however they decide to do, where they want to run, where they want to pass, you know. It's going to be, it's going to be a little, I think the Eagles offense this week is going to be somewhat balanced for once. Like, you know, we've seen like one week where Jalen Hurts is only throwing the ball, and another week where they're only running the ball. 
going to be a pretty balanced week this year, this week, I think. Unfortunately. Yeah. There's not much to take away from that offense. Like, they're just rolling on all cylinders. So, yeah, not many so, fantasy takes to have. Yeah. Exactly. Dallas Goddard's a stud, though. Consistent. Yeah. You know what that is. That's my trade. Got to get myself a tight end. Yeah, for a third round pick. It's craziness. I got a fourth round pick back. What are you craziness. saying? Craziness. And so I got my third round pick for a tight end. And I got Michael Carter. So desperate. The desperation I, in I'm his not eyes. done yet. When's the trade deadline for us? Next week. Oh, we got more trades to do. I don't know. Hit my line, baby. Crazy. Hit my line. Got a first round pick to give out. Yeah, hit my line. I got something Good for luck. you. They got ETN? I, I may. Oh. Give me that fourth round pick too. We'll talk. I need if I take the ETN, I'm taking one for the because we do not want to see him in the <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all want to see me in the playoff. I'm telling you. I just don't know if I'll get there anymore. But <laughs> no, you're locked in, I think. I hey, think hey, 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 hey. No, none of that. There's still plenty of time it's, left. It's in the actually season. he actually does have some. Oh, my internet just Mike. crashed. It's gonna be tough. Oh. We lost Mike. No, I'm good. No, um, Mike's here. You hear me? It did cut out. I lost in an effort. So. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, right. that wraps it up. Yep. Yep. Like, follow, subscribe. Like, follow, subscribe. Smooches. See y'all next week.